and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 33. My name is Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole. But luckily for me, I've got a really nice friend, John Bass. Say hi, John. Hi, I'm just about to eat some popcorn there. And every week he'll be teaching me the latest references from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the news, the label on the back of the new pea milk that your coffee shop's just started stocking. Mm. Susan, the antiques dealer in your parents' village. <laughs> I, was so, I was enjoying this popcorn so much, I was like, oh shit, don't I have to say something in a minute. And then all I could think of was antiques. Yeah. Should have gone for a popcorn-based one. Did you hear the police then just coming to get you? Yeah, joke police, wasn't it? They were like, that is not a joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do your parents, I mean, no one cares, I don't know why I'm asking uh, you, on, but do your parents that. have an antiques shop in their village? Mm, no, the nearest town had an antique shop. Was it any good? It's all right, yeah. Some Did good stuff. <laughs> not, not personally, I was about twelve when my parents lived together. So, I can't imagine you having an interest in antiques. No, I used to get dragged around antique dealerships uh, with my dad every so often. It was fucking boring. When you're a kid, you've got no appreciation for things like architecture and furniture, do you? Yeah. When you get older, like now, I'm like, I can appreciate it. I, yeah. mean, I get it, and I look at stuff and I think that looked nice in my house. Yeah. When you're a kid, mate. It's boring. It's bullshit, Shopping's isn't it? so boring when you're a kid. So boring. You know when you see like, you know when you go to Tesco's or whatever and there's like a kid just fucking losing it? Yeah. Like sliding on the floor and his yeah, mom's like dragging yeah. him along. I just think, I want to be that kid sometimes. Yeah. Or I see like parents dragging their kids around clothes shops. Yeah. Looking at top after top after trouser yeah. after sock and you just think, the kids are screaming and you're like, do you know what? I don't blame that kid. I'm not yeah. even annoyed that they're crying because yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, the top is fucking horrendous. He's just just buy you know. a top. Just get yeah. it from ASOS online. Go on, ASOS. Hot it online. Just go on ASOS. <laughs> go on ASOS, mate. Buy it online. What are you looking around for? Why are you going to all the shops? I don't know why I'm northern now. Um, but yeah, just go online. Yeah. So many easier ways than dragging your kids around fucking shops. Do you do a big shop online or in a shop? Just went to do a big shop today did you actually yeah in person in person so mate. here's my two cents what grinds my gears shoot controversial why do people do big shops in shops I'll tell you exactly just plan why. ahead buy it online and you don't have to go anywhere 9am this morning yeah. open my front door to a lovely Tesco worker who delivered mm. my shopping lovely but you don't even remember his name do you I didn't even go to the door right that shows you how ignorant you are but there was my shopping and by 9am there was my shopping put away in the cupboards and I didn't have to go anywhere that is good but here's my issue two things one if you buy it in the store you can um, check the date right so the expiries always last a bit longer whereas you always get it like last one day and then you're like I've got a fucking oh, fridge full of food that goes so off so boring checking expiry dates day, uh, day two number two <laughs> Uh, sorry, we don't have that, so we've swapped it out. Right. I don't do substitutions. What do you mean you don't do them? So you can untick substitute my items. So then, yeah, you don't get it, right. but at least you don't get lumbered with some rubbish. Yeah, because it's like, oh, sorry, we don't have sugar. So here's a full hog roast. Like, <laughs> what? No! Don't substitute weird things for weird things. I don't yeah. want that thing. I wanted what I wanted. Also, because I'm vegan, I don't know if I've mentioned that I'm vegan. What? Yeah, totally. Oh absolutely 100% plant-based. That is mental, mate. Um, I get scared for that reason. Yeah. If I'm like, oh, I'll just order some tampons. Oh, here's a dead cat. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know where it could go. It could get dark. Yeah. I mean, why would you need... I mean, so many issues with that that's just come out of my brain. You've, you, right, you said tampons, dead cat. I don't know where it could go. Uh, what was I supposed to do with that? I just sat in silence rather than make a joke. 
Yeah. You wrote yourself in a lot of ways. Sometimes I'm just really funny. <laughs> <laughs> if only you knew it, it would be amazing. Yeah. Um, we got any housekeeping? We have no housekeeping. Aww. Apart from the fact that it's really nice to be back. It is nice to be back. I've actually missed this. Same. And it's been like pretty much my fault it's been all John's fault yeah. um, even now he's eating popcorn yeah. because he's not sorry for his actions I am sorry I'm also just a big fat mess right, right. I mean I did give him popcorn so it yeah. is my fault you literally like, so basically the microphone is <laughs> propped up against the, the ding bowl of fucking popcorn massive bowl of popcorn yeah um, Yeah. so it is all John's fault um, I was on stag do then. one week you went on a stag do yeah and then what was the other week you were can't remember you just couldn't be bothered could couldn't you couldn't be fucked mate Absolutely couldn't stuff, be bothered. Stuff to do, things to do, a busy so, man. If you're wanting to direct any hate yeah. towards anyone yeah. for this, it is John, so please do tweet him your complaints. Yeah, I think it should just be hashtag John is a twat. <laughs> and then just like, whatever you want to say to me. Yeah. yeah. Just get it out. It's better yeah. to get it out, isn't it, than it to is. bottle it up. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of people just message me going, where's the pod, mate? Where's the pod, mate? Yeah. I'm like, so, okay, fine. Well, hashtag John is a twat. And then you can just tell me why your Monday was worse without the pod. Yeah. See how many we get. Yeah. Maybe you were on your commute and you didn't have anything to do. Yeah. That's the common complaint because a lot of people like to listen to Man's Not What on on the tube on the way to work. Yeah. When we're not there, Holly, they're just on the tube on the way to work and that is shit. Yeah. We bring a lot of, believe it or not, we bring a lot of joy to people's (laughs) Monday mornings, which is, I mean, sad really for you. It is. is Yeah, it's... Fast chatting shit brings you joy. It's a bit of a downer, really. Get a hobby, because that is mental. Um, John doesn't care about you. Yeah. Well, I do care. I do. I care about you. I care as well. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, the more people that listen, the better, really. I yeah. don't care who they are. I just care that they listen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, joking. Um, but we do need some more reviews, at context reviews. Yes, please. So give us your lovely five-star reviews. Just put a five star and then give us a crazy, random, out of context review that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, the more random, the better. Um, I'll give you an example. Five stars, the title is Auburn Hair. The body of the text is, reads as follows Ironing's fun on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Potato face. End. Okay. I've got a lot of problems with what you've just said. So John made eye contact with me the whole time. Mm. First of all, he said auburn hair. So I think he's referring to my hair. I've recently had an epiphany. Um, My friend Sam came to visit and we discovered that my hair is red. Yeah, auburn, that's what I said. Yeah, but I didn't know that I had red hair. (laughs) Have you always known that I've had red hair? Yes. I don't know what you mean. Of course. Well, it's brown, isn't it? But it's also red. No, it's auburn. That's what I said. Okay. I was so, looking directly at you and I was like, auburn hair. Okay, so there we go. So, right. so I'm a redhead. That's happened. Yeah. Secondly, there is an ironing board next to me. Yeah. So basically, John's just done a brick from Anchorman and just said things that he saw yeah. around And him. you've got a potato face. And a, that's, that's the main thing that I've got a problem with. <laughs> potato face. Yeah. I mean... Auburn hair, potato face mess. That would be my Tinder profile if I had one. Yeah, if... Classic. I mean. Right, should we find out what's going up in this week's show? Yeah. This week on Man's Not What, One Hit Wonders, Joris Bonson and the Whitney Hologram. I really enjoyed when we were just about to press record on, on the intro to the show and I was looking at the popcorn and I was like, right, are you ready? And you're like, yeah, I'm ready. 
And then just as we were, you were about to do the intro, you just heard Rich like crunch down the bit of popcorn and you just gave him the most dirty evil in the world. He sat like in the background while we were recording this. Yeah. And I just looked at him like, my face said, what are you doing? Yeah. We're trying to record, be quiet. Yeah. And then immediately, as soon as John pressed record, he grabbed a handful of popcorn, shoved it into his gob and started chomping as loud as he could. Yeah. So really, I had nothing to worry about. Yeah, because I was just going to ruin the sound anyway yeah. by eating popcorn. So yeah, poor Rich again. But he's got his headphones on, so he can't hear what we're saying. Oh, I do feel bad. He's sort yeah. of like imprisoned in his own home. Do you know what would be funny? Because he listens to this. Let's get really close to the microphone, yeah? And let's just mug him off. So Rich, you're... I don't think he can hear us. No, he can't hear us. I think he's a massive twat. And uh, I've never liked him, to be honest. His turtle shell glasses make him look like a right twat. And uh, I'm in a sham marriage. <laughs> so... Cool, right, so, story one. Story one. Um, Hull, have you, this is a bit sideways here, but have you seen the new series of Black Mirror? The latest one. The one with Andrew Scott playing the taxi driver? Yeah, you've seen the one with Miley Cyrus? Yes. Right. Spoiler alert for Black Mirror, it's been out for about six months. Yeah, when you said new, I thought, is it? I meant the latest rather than new, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Um, But in there, in that episode, uh, essentially it's about a, a, a musician... Um, who has to become like a hologram to continue their career. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen, but over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of these holograms that have come into like society now. You can go to shows and see like, artists perform like one song or whatever at a festival. Well, now they're talking about uh, Whitney Houston actually doing an entire tour as a hologram. How do you feel about that? So I think tickets right for theatre and for like gigs yeah are so expensive like I get why they're expensive in a way because obviously you have to pay so many people and you know it's yeah your money's going towards a lot of things but sometimes when you are like a young artist or whatever you want to try and see new things you can't afford the prices like it's crazy. I was looking at a show at the Albert Hall next year, and the cheapest ticket's like a hundred pounds. Yeah, it's meant on it's it. a lot of money. So, personally, I think that paying for a hologram is a bit of a ripoff because it's just such a lot of money, and I know it will be expensive. Yeah. Um, also, I think that if you're paying for a hologram, yeah. I'd make it like an immersive experience. Ooh. Like, rather than just sitting in a concert hall yeah. and looking at this thing. that Because, you know, like, when you go to a gig or you go to a comedy thing and it's massive arena, yeah. you can barely see them. And sometimes you end up spending more time looking at the screen than you do at them. Correct. So if they made it like an immersive thing, I think that would be better. Like a hologram that's almost like in a theatre kind of setting and you move around the rooms and you can like interact with them that'd be quite cool it'd be good if they were like you could basically pay so they was in your house yeah so like like so the reason yeah, the that'd reason be good. yeah so the reason i'm talking about this is that the um in partnership with the estate of Whitney Houston a company called Base Hologram have revealed the first dates for the up and coming hologram production of an evening with Whitney the Whitney Houston hologram tour it's a bit creepy it is a bit creepy cuz I mean, she's dead, and it feels like they're making money off the back of her like talent, but she's passed away, so she's not reaping the rewards of that. So it's only basically the rest of her people and her management and stuff. It just seems a bit weird. I would probably rather go to a night of her music, and it's more like a disco kind of vibe. 
I don't know, like as yeah. in like you can dance, like yeah, yeah, more like an event, like a listening party kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, where everyone can get up and dance and yeah, because it just like it just I think morally it just feels really weird. Like it, I mean, it literally is a Black Mirror episode essentially. Yeah, and I think anything that's that close to Black Mirror, which is supposed to be like a dystopian future, can't be a good thing. But a lot of things from Black Mirror have actually ended up being a real thing. Fairly close, yeah. yeah. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Charlie Brooker maybe knows the future. Yeah. Um, but, flip it on its head, there are a lot of artists that have died that yeah. I would like to have seen in concert, right? So okay. I, I can't do that, but if I had the chance to see them in like as a hologram, yeah. who would I want to go and see? So I was thinking, like, I could ask you the same thing. I would probably go and see Nirvana, Ooh. or like maybe like a Kurt Cobain solo night okay i don't know if i'd want to though if it was a hologram to be honest with you i I just just generally i just you know just things don't appeal to you it doesn't really appeal to me yeah and also like you're not the thing about it for me is essentially you might as well just go and watch like music videos because they won't be singing live obviously it'll be recordings of them singing live previously or singing or on the recorded tracks yeah so you might as well just watch like a film about their career yeah i'd rather just listen to their albums but on a night where there are other fans so you can kind of talk to other people about it. Yeah. Are there any instances that you would like to be like a hologram version of yourself that you could get it to do stuff for you? Um, yeah, probably. Like, imagine you like, I don't know, just how about this for a scenario? You're at work and like one of your mates rings you and they're like, oh mate, I'm in town, like let's go for a few drinks and you think, oh fuck, but I said to Rich like I'd like stay in and like watch some shit thing that he <laughs> wants to watch that I don't want to watch. Yeah. If you had a hologram, you could just like sit on the sofa for you and like chat away to Rich, you could go out and get pissed up and have a laugh. That is good. That'd be good. But then what about when he tries to cuddle the hologram and then he can't? Well, he doesn't try to cuddle the real you, does he? So. Well, that's true. You could, <laughs> do you know what you could do? You could get like a dummy. Yeah. And then you could project the hologram Ooh. onto the dummy so that you could like give it a hug. Like it. Yeah. So you get like, yeah, like a white, perfectly white dummy. Yeah. So that, yeah, that projects onto it. Oh, that's the future, mate. Yeah. So you could do that. To be honest, I'm such a nana, though. I'd probably send the fake me out with the friends. Yeah. That's good You point. know, sometimes when you just can't be bothered to go out. Yeah. It's raining, it's cold, or like, I don't know. You Winter, just... I think. Yeah. The, the, high, the highest amount of cancellations, people going, oh, sorry, mate, I can't come out. It's yeah. got to be winter, innit? Yeah, it's got to be. Because it, it, I know what you mean. Oh, for me, it's one of them. It's like, if I'm out... Then I'm fine. It's like if I need to go home to get something, and then come back out. When yeah. I'm in, I'm like, oh fuck, going out. I can't be asked. It's too cold. Yeah, it's like when you try and go to the gym after work, but you go home first. Yeah, no, I mean it's never. It's ever game over, isn't it? Yeah, you need to take your stuff with you or go first thing because yeah. as soon as you get home and you feel that warmth and the heating's been on, you're like, I could just stay here, though, couldn't I? And eat some more popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> be really nice. Yeah. Um. So all in all, what we're saying about holograms, bad, aren't they? I, I mean, it's not bad. Like, if people want to go, fine. But I don't... I... Yeah, not for me. I just think I just think the whole thing is very weird. And it feels to me like it's pulling on people's heartstrings that get to see, like, their favourite artist or, like, cherish, cherished artists. Uh, but ultimately, it's just about money for the people that are here. Yeah. That don't have the talent, essentially. No. They're just, like, managers or agents who are like, how can we essentially, like, continue to flog this horse? Yeah. Um, so yeah, morally, I think it's a bit shitty. Would you see anyone? I don't think I would for, this, for the reasons I stated. Like musically, like it wouldn't be like seeing him live. It'd just no. be like hearing their recorded records with yeah. with a hologram. I don't think it's that. It's pointless. Mm. I think it's a bit shit. So yeah, boo to you, um, Whitney Houston Estate. That's bad, bad form. 
Yeah, I just can't be bothered to yeah. go, really. Can't be bothered, mate. Just watch shit on TV. Stay in, put the heat on, yeah. Holly. Yeah, exactly. Just eat popcorn, stay in. Yeah. Have a lovely time. Have a lovely night. Um, right, Holly. Next up for yes. top lols. Top lols bants. Bloody politics and Brexit. That's a laugh, isn't oh, it? Oh, that is an absolute bantosaurus. You know how much we love serious politics, hardline Brexit. I'm always chat. talking about serious politics. That, exactly. That is. I mean, this podcast has been a staple of the, the political landscape for the mm. last like year or so. Um, Brexit is like dominating the news, right? Is it? Have you not heard about it? Um, a couple of years ago, big old vote. Oh, no. I haven't really heard oh, about mate, it. Oh, mate, kicking off. You'll have to fill me in later. Kicking off, boy. Um, yeah, basically, uh, every week that goes by, this Brexit just dominates like social media. And, yeah. all stuff. and most of the time, it's, it is about serious stuff. Yeah. But something happened this week, which kind of made me chuckle and it kind of got me thinking about uh essentially you know when you get things wrong and how easy it is to do that so i just thought i'd I'd show you this quickly um if i can find it now this maybe has disappeared which is never good um let me see if i can find it now someone's deleted it haven't they i'll do some i'll do some filler do do some filler mate so um so basically, the best way to make popcorn is to get your oil to a high temperature, and then you want to put your salt into the oil. Here we go, here we go. Cheers, Hulk. Good film. I'll, Good film, I'll, uh, I'll continue later. Right. So basically, this guy's been interviewed on BBC News. He's um, in Stoke-on-Trent. Can I just say shout out to Stoke-on-Trent? Because I studied there. Big and up the Stoke-on-Trent massive. Yeah. Great little place. Um, yeah. So he's been interviewed. He's been asked about essentially about his politics and what he thinks about Brexit and all that jazz. Um, this is like a a normal bloke, like a Vox Pop, like doing his shopping kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like man on the street. Let's get the man on the streets, by. That's what they always say, don't they? Like, oh, let's get the man and woman on the street. Let's find out what they think about politics. Um, and I'm going to ask you some more questions around this about kind of okay. like getting asked like questions on TV and stuff. And how oh, yeah. The pressure can get to you when yeah. you're on camera. Yeah, kind definitely. Of, kind of um, and this guy, unfortunately, makes a, a terrible mistake um, when talking about Brexit. Let's okay. Uh, so he's referred to the Prime Minister as uh, Joris Bonson. Can I just clarify that wasn't me laughing? No, that was the people who's uh, recorded On the YouTube this video. video. Um, so I mean it is funny I, I, I think the guy Joris um, Bonson I think the guy is not the most confident of people yeah um, he's made a mistake so we're not going to hammer the guy because it's no. like a genuine mistake yeah but it's more about like uh, when just, you make a gaffe on TV because that started trending Glo- that was number one trend in the Joris UK Joris Bonson Joris Bonson because he said <laughs> one thing wrong uh, and then he just got savage for it on Twitter now like I said we're not going to add to no. the pylon because he's just made it like a genuine mistake yeah. there. Um, but it is hilarious when people say things wrong. Yeah. So it got me thinking, because this was like BBC, like local news. And I was thinking to myself, like, I remember when I was at lower school, we had BBC like East Anglia come into my school. Yeah. And I spent the entire day just trying to like get in the back of shops <laughs> and just like pretend to be working and stuff. Yeah. And like being on my Acorn computer, like just like clicking the mouse and just like just keep looking at the camera. <laughs> and I was thinking, that is so retro. Were you ever on it? Yeah, I was in the the back of my head was in a shop. Oh. Yeah, and they did loads of weird things like because it was about our school doing this Victorian day, and so it was like we're all dressed in Victorian gear. Were you just dressed in Victorian? No, I was the only one who wasn't. Of course, I was. 
John Bass dressed in Victorian mm. gear. Cosplay. <laughs> I, I made a little, it was basically just an empty cardboard box with some string in it. Yeah. As, as my, my gas mask box. Right. So. Hang on a second. Victorian dress up. Oh, sorry. No, we did two. Sorry, sorry. We did a Victorian one and we did a World War one. <laughs> And I've just fused the stories together there. Okay. Um, I was going to lose it because normally it's me making the mistakes. Yeah, no, sorry. And I was sorry, like, sorry. I'm going to gear up for this because this is my big I'm chance. I'm about to go in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I did fuck up there. Now we did a Victorian day. Yeah. And then we also did a World War thing. Okay. Victorian day was the one the TV cameras were in for. Yeah. So what were you wearing? I can't remember. Just like uh, pulled up socks, grey shorts <laughs> or something like that. And then like one of those little caps. Oh. Yeah. Pretty cute, really. Sweet. Yeah, cute little guy. Um, so yeah, the local news is in. I was just thinking, like, actually, it's quite funny when, you, especially when you're younger, all you want to do is like try and be on TV or be on mm. the radio and stuff. And I was like, have you ever like phoned in a show or like been interviewed in the street or you've done anything like that? Because because well, I know you are an actor, so yeah. like, obviously you that's what you want. But when you were younger, did you like try and get on stuff? Um, I can't think of a time like I was in the local newspaper because I was. What did um, you do? I was Joseph. <laughs> In our school production. Oh, ahead of its time. It was very embarrassing. Um, but, I mean, this is a, it is an acting story, and it's not when I was a kid, but... Is this a humble brag or what? I mean, it is a humble brag. Um, <laughs> not many people will get this, but you know the film with Nell and I? It's got um, Paul McGann and Richard E. Grant. Is that his name? Richard yeah. E. Grant. Yeah. What, am I okay? <laughs> I love... What's happened? That's your favourite film. I actually love him. Is that his name? That is that name. <laughs> it's because I said it out loud, and then I thought, "Oh no, you've made a mistake there." That there was is... like a voice in my head that was like, "You've made a mistake." That's the weirdest thing I think that's ever happened to me. I've even met him. <laughs> is that his name? Is that his name? I don't know. Well, it's your favourite film. It's your story as well. Anyway, I'm. Prob- I don't think I'm okay. Have some more popcorn, mate. Have some more popcorn. Um, so basically, I love that film, and there's a line in it because it's about two struggling actors in the seventies. And there's a line from one of them, because basically one of them gets an audition and the other one's jealous. And he's like, oh, it's all right for you, darling. You've got an audition. The programme that I'm most likely to get on is the fucking news. <laughs> so it's like a really funny line from the thing. And then one of my first acting jobs was I was on the news. Good. But it was kind of labelled as an acting job. And then when I got there, they were like, oh, yeah, it's at London Bridge. It's, it, you know, all right pay for like someone who's first starting out. Okay, great. Yeah. Got there, it was like a studio, like a, a building that was essentially empty that mm. they'd sort of acquired for the day. And they were like, right, so what we want you to do is just sit on that chair. This is all about the uh, sex scandals that are going on at the moment in Westminster. Good. So I want you to sit on that chair and we're going to give you some lines to read. Now, your face will be blacked out, so we won't see your face. Brilliant. Uh, but we just want you to read... So basically, that was one of my first acting jobs, being on the news, playing an MP with my face blacked out, reading actual statements that the MPs oh, had said. right. So it was like hiding their identity. Yes. We, we've hired an actor. And it you. was my oh, voice. Fucking brilliant. So... Uh, who was it? <laughs> I'm joking. I, li- I really don't know, but it was some story like, oh, someone grabbed my leg or something in the corridor. Oh, but, shit. Um, yeah, me too. I don't know who it was. It's a bit of a downer, isn't it, when you get there and they're like, yep, so your face will be blacked out. <laughs> yeah. It is a little bit like one of those classics, like, guys, guys, I'm going to be on the news, going to be on the news. Watch it, watch it. And it just comes up, like, black face, no name. And it's like, yeah, that, that was me, guys. I'm like, yeah. good one. Cheers, Holly. Was it? Cool. Pretty cool. Good one. Um, I once, do you remember, I think it was called, like, Top of the Pops at Play. 
there was a channel called Play and it was on cable. No. And it was basically like top of the pops like during the week. Yeah. And it was like um, I can't remember who presented it now, but it was like kind of two presenters of like the late no- or early noughties. And it was like essentially just a rundown, and it was like talking about the chart and stuff like that. And it was when uh, Garage had started like hitting the charts. And so Solid Crew were number one with 21 seconds, or they were in the top like five or something like that. So you could ring in and then basically request a song live on air. <laughs> so I rang up and I wanted to request that. And they're like, have you got any talents? And I was like, yeah, bit of, bit of, a, <laughs> bit of a garage MC as it goes. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, mate. And they were like, oh, can you, can you do any, got any lyrics for us? So I dropped them a little a couple of bars and they were like, that's great. Do you want to do that on air? And I was like, yes, obviously I want to do that on air. <laughs> So then um, they rang me back and were like, okay, you're going to be on in like five minutes. So yeah. I like rang all of my mates, like, make sure you watch this. Yeah. And then basically they int- that comes up, you have to turn your sound off when you ring in stuff because the sound of your TV interferes oh, yeah, with the phone. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. So I like, turn the sound off and then they're like, okay, so we've got uh, John Bass here from Bedfordshire. <laughs> uh, he's going to do a little bit of a garage free stuff for us. Is that right, John? And then I'm on the other line going, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, call it. <laughs> How old were you? Well, it must have been... Uh, about 14, 15. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then I just like basically like was just doing this like garage freestyle down the phone and I just looked up and they're just like doing like garage skanking the two presenters <laughs> like they're listening to like absolutely going for it and then they were like, oh well done, you're our caller of the day. Uh, you get a prize, we'll send it out to you in the wow. post. Stay on the line and we'll get it sorted out. And then they played the video and I was like fucking buzzing. Uh, do you know what I got? My what? prize? I got um, Artful Dodger all about the stragglers album yeah that was it got that and then okay. i got a cd case oh i wanted to keep your cds in that was it that was it but three people from my school watched it three of my friends and Aww. they were like that was actually sick so technically mate i performed on top of the pops so that is sweet pretty impressive <laughs> i do say so myself um, so yeah, and you've gone from those dizzying heights to making songs for man's not what yeah making songs for man's not what so there you go whatever mate doing pretty well for myself now so it's pretty cool got my own podcast and that so (laughs) pretty cool (laughs) guy right we're gonna have a little break probably just like get some more popcorn I'm literally gonna shove as much popcorn into my face as I can (laughs) yeah actually what we'll do we'll see how much physically you can fit in your mouth popcorn and we'll take a picture and that'll be this week's picture just none of the stories that's gonna be really attractive and we'll zoom in on the mouth better should we count how many kernels I can fit into my mouth yeah yeah, let's and do, do that. it as like a this week's challenge, like question. Yeah, see who gets it right. Yeah, all right. So what we'll yeah we'll count it, and then we'll put it out as a poll. We'll give you like three options, and then we'll see who's the closest. Okay, great. All right, perfect. Quite a lot. <laughs> um, 
Honestly, I'm not going to do any more because it's so salty. Yeah. I think I'd, I mean, what happens when you eat too much salt? Um, well, you can feel really sick. Actually, true story, when I was in New York, we yeah. went to the Yankee Stadium. Oh, yeah? And um, you can get these big fucking buckets of salt, salty popcorn or whatever type you like. I ate loads of it and honestly I felt so fucking sick afterwards uh, and I, I remember thinking like and this is where I get my sort of medical advice from in Jurassic Park there's a bit where Dennis Nedry says he's going to the vending machine because he's had too many sweet things yeah. so he needs to get some salt to balance it off okay. so I thought well, if I've had too much salt I should probably get a load of sugary things so I drank a massive bottle of Sprite it made it much worse I felt- <laughs> I felt awfully, and we got back to the place. The Airbnb was standing, I was laying on the bed, like my gut was huge, like it just expanded. Like I genuinely felt like I was going to explode. Yeah, what it was, was rank. Doing? She was just looking at me, going, "You've ruined our evening. <laughs> we can't go out." You just look Did like a fat me? mess. Yes, she was really annoyed, and I was like, "I'm annoyed. I want to go out as well. I feel like shit now." Oh, brilliant! <sighs> so that was a laugh. Right, two truths. One. Motherfucking lie, bitches. This week, John Bass. Yeah, man. Two trees, one lie. It's all about popcorn. It's all about the domestic life of the fox. (laughs) John's got water all over his beard because he was taking a swig. But what is like? It's not about foxes. It's about the domestic life of foxes. Well, it was about foxes, and then I realised all my facts are about foxes and their families. So I thought the domestic. Life of a fox. <laughs> it's just foxes and living fine. Go on then, let's do okay, it. Okay, cool. Let's do it. So here you go. The average fox litter is six. When pups are small, the vixens will hunt close to the den. Foxes live with their parents until they're seven months old. Right, see, this is you've gone back to making bad ones here. Because foxes live with their parents... That will be for a certain amount of time, which means that's not made up. That there is a fact around that. But is it seven months? Exactly. Though? So that's what's rubbish. Because if it's six months or eight months or two months, that's crap. What's the other one? Average litter size. Like it could be two. Six. It could be six. Four. Who cares? It's crap. <laughs> and what's the other one? And the other one is uh, when pups are small, the vixens will hunt close to the den. I'll go for that one as the lie then. That's the one you think yeah. is a lie. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for that one. Why? Because the other two are a classic Holly, and so she thought, that's what you'll think they are, so I'll stick with that. Okay, you are right. <laughs> Straight up ball and sun. Because it's actually the dog, the male, that brings them food. I knew that. So, right. So, there you go. Uh, yeah, yes! Yet again, I've figured you out. And you're a stupid little man. Do you feel, you're just sitting there smiling at me like you're going to just stab me in the throat. I mean, <laughs> that that was in football terms. That was an absolute smashing to bits. That's like a five nil. It was like that one's stupid. That one's stupid. What's the middle one? That right. That's the answer then. Yes, it is. Do you think I care about football? No. Do you think Correct. I care about crap questions? Do you think I care about you? <laughs> do you think I care a fuck about foxes, bear? Do you think I want to throw popcorn in your face? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Do you think I'll eat it off my own face? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> Yeah, mate, they were crap. Right, what? well, I don't care because I right. did it in like five minutes. Right. And if you look at my desk, there are foxes everywhere. Yeah, there are two foxes there. And another fox there. Well done. Right, what are we from this? You like foxes but are crap at making quizzes about them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Right, that was a laugh. 
Right. So I'm going to pause it now, and then we're going to have a break. Yep. And then we're going to get into story three. Lovely. Break time. Oh yes, it's break time. Have yourself a break time. Motherfucking break time, bitches. Break time. Break your face and break your time. Break time. It's break time. It's a great time with these great brands. And I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm saying what I'm saying. I ain't fucking around, bitch boy. I ain't playing. It's break time. Baby. Break time's over. Okay. Are you ready, Holly Hall? For story number three. Story number three. Did you know that this week... This delicious week just gone. Yeah. Um, it hailed national hashtag one hit wonder day. Oh. Um, and this guy, Chris Anderson, at Chris Anderson TV, stuck a little tweet out and it started trending the national uh, one hit wonder day. Uh, and so it just got me thinking one hit wonders are pretty fun, aren't they? Yeah, quite and good. I, I was on this stag do uh, for our friend Pete and we went to this place on Saturday night and essentially. They played kind of like one-hit wonders. Oh, like all night? Just pretty much. It was like old-school, cheesy pop one-hit wonders. And I was thinking to myself, like, obviously they're no one's, like, favourite songs, but they're sort of, everyone can tolerate them, if yeah. you know what I mean? So it was a really good, like, leveller for people to listen to. Yeah. So I kind of have, like, a soft spot for, um, yeah, people's, like, favourite choices of, of one-hit wonders. And this guy's basically like, tell me, like, your favourite one-hit wonders. But oh, yeah? I, I want to know what yours are, mate. Um... So, I was a fan of Mbop. Ooh, also, song. I think it's just like quite a happy song. It is, it's a good it song. Now. It's a good song. Do you know what the one thing about One Hit Wonders is most of them are actually really good songs. Yeah. It's just that, like, they obviously. Maybe they're too good. Maybe they're so good and they're just like, I can never write a song. You like can't that again. top it. Yeah. So they um, just give up. I also remember at my uni once Chesley Hawks came. Oh, yeah. And he was like doing all these new songs. And it was really savage because everyone was just screaming at him, going, play the one we know, just for the entire set. Savage. And then he finished with that, everyone went wild, and that was it. Can you imagine how, like, just, it would make you feel so downhearted if you were him to just have a room full of people screaming at you, going, do the one we know. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, because you're like, guys, I've got some new stuff here. I've um, I've heard a few stories about, you know, Van Morrison. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it sort of ruins the story if I have to say, like, the most famous song to tell I you. I know. Is. is it Jump? I mean... No. Brown Eyed Girl. Oh. That's Van Halen, I think. You're thinking of Van Halen. Van yeah. Morrison. Yeah. Van Morrison, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Van Morrison is notoriously grumpy, a grumpy bloke. Yeah. And kind of, like, it's become a bit of a recluse and kind of a bit of a miserable fuck. But when he tours now, if people, like... Shout for Brown Eyed Girl, he just fucking storms off, just loses it. Whoa. He's like, I'm not fucking playing that, just goes because it's like become so popular and he just got so sick of playing it that he <laughs> fucking hates it and he goes like mental if people ask for it. So I kind of like do feel artist pain, like yeah. it must be fucking annoying. Like the amount of times we've heard it, they'll have definitely heard it for, like five times more because yeah. they'll have been playing it like every night on oh, tour. It must get so boring, it must get so boring, and that's why when you go to gigs. And Ben's like, guys, I'm going to play this new song for you. Show him a bit of love. Yeah. Show him a bit of love. Like, give it a chance. Yeah, give Just it a chance. Have a little listen. Like, we all love the hits, and it is great. Like when artists that we like play the songs that we like. Yeah. But they're people too, and it's like quite annoying when like people just switch off. Like you see it all the time, don't you? When you go to gigs, 
And then people are like, oh, right, guys, we're going to play some stuff for our new album. And everyone just runs out of the room to get a drink. You're like, yeah. fucking hell, it's so savage. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, that's a bit of a bit of a shame. I liked um, How Bizarre. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. How Bizarre. How Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking tune. Yeah. Uh, what, any other one-hit ones we can think of? Um, well, I just saw something on the thread, because John's got the original thread. Yeah, Informer. Someone, yeah, Informer. Let's do it. That is Informer. No one knows that. Bum bum down. Yeah, that was a good one. Great. Um, love is in the groove. Love is in the groove. Isn't it? Love is in the house. I think so. What about that one with the the lyrics were like, "What's she gonna look like with a chimney on her head?" Yeah. Why would you have a chimney on your head? It's what's she gonna look like with a chimney on her, isn't it? Why though? Because well, I mean, what is she gonna look like? Why would you put a chimney on her? What's she gonna look like with a chimney on her? But I just. Featuring Maya. I don't understand. I'm going to play it. Shall I play it? Yeah, play it. All right. I'm going to play it hard. 1998. It's a classic. It's a good year for like cheesy songs. Yeah. Just going for the peak, bits here. Peak cheese. This was a banger though, wasn't it? Yeah. I feel like the build-up to all 90s songs is about five minutes. Yeah. It's quite a good, like, what would you call this? A build-up? Yeah, build-up, mate. Yeah. This is not what I'm thinking of, though. It's not what I'm thinking of. This is another one of those shit songs from that era. This is not it. What is it called? Anyway, there you go. Shit songs. Yeah. Have you got any other one-hit wonders that you like? Uh, I think that was it, really. Just like... Yeah, Umbop was a good one. Um, I remember at school when Umbop came out, and people kept talking about Hanson and because they were long haired and they looked kind of feminine that a few people got absolutely mugged off in my school for going oh I think she's really fit that one oh and it's like oh that's actually a boy which so, is fine which but... is fine but then when you're at school kids are merciless aren't they and they, yeah. don't, they don't understand the intricacies of like true that's fine and kids like, will ha! find anything to kind of like bully each other about exactly I don't know what Hanson looked like now, but I feel like I'd fancy all of them. I reckon they're all really good looking. Should we look? Hanson. Yeah, I don't mean to sound like a leery weirdo. You are, you are. You're just I am a leery, I'm really leery pervert. I, I quite like the blondes. I mean, they are really handsome blokes. Like. I mean, they're not blonde anymore. I mean, he's a bit weird looking. Um, I'll probably go for the one on the right. I mean, this means nothing if you listen to no. this because it's a podcast and no. I don't know what their names are. No, it's, it's completely pointless. But, um, the one who used to look like a girl still looks I don't, a like a girl. Yeah, I don't fancy him. He looks like Paul Rudd, that one. Right. Do you think Paul Rudd is attractive? Because I do. Um, I mean, I don't find men attractive, but uh, objectively he's... A, an attractive man, yeah. But I once saw a casting notice right. that said, we don't want attractive-looking men, think Paul Rudd. Oh, And whoa, I think whoa, he's whoa. fit. But I guess what I mean is, like, classically good-looking. He's not classically good-looking. He's not Brad Pitt, is he? Yeah. He's not Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, John Bass, sort of, <laughs> you know, Hollywood, sort of, ultimate. <laughs> he's more sort of, like, the funny guy. You know what I mean? Better in a way. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. No, it's, it's all, you know, well and good to just be the funny guy. No problem with that. No yeah. problem with that at all. Um, all this right. has just descended into me sort of leering over men. Always is. This, this podcast <laughs> always turns into either me. Sometimes it's you. Well, no, 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 no. Yes. In fact, no, it's either me getting violent against pensioners. Yeah. Or you perving over men. But in our 
personal life, I have witnessed you being a bit leery. Have you? <laughs> I would say no. That is harsh. I, I like to admire the female form and the male form. Sometimes I'll see a guy and I'll be like, he's a good looking old boy. Yeah. No problem with that. Old boy. Just like, it's a term, isn't it? Like, old boy. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's old. Okay. Right. Cool. <laughs> Right, I've got, I've got one more story for you, a little okay. bonus one. Ooh, bonus. Now, what, um, I think we've spoken about fears before. Mm. I can't remember what you said. Are you scared of heights, Hull? Yes, like, yeah. Now, if I said to you, I'll go on a bungee jump. Yep. Right, I'll be strapped in. Okay. But I'll just nuzzle you into my chest. And then I'll just jump the bungee. With, I'll just hold you. No way. Right, imagine, imagine that if you then had a baby. I'm not even strapped in. Look at this. This guy, his dad, he's got his baby there. Right, so there's a dad strapped up, ready to do a bungee jump. No, he's done a bungee jump holding a baby. I mean, that is... So the kid's like maybe four? Not three even. Or three? The dad's holding the baby. Not strapped in. The kid is not strapped in in any way. And then the dad's pulled off That is fucking the nice. kind of... What would you call it? Like the, it's the bridge, isn't it? Bridge, bridge on the platform. Oh, he's been pulled off. That video has had six point two eight million views. No, and someone's put. Is he just holding the child? Yes, he is. He's just <gasps> holding the child. Bungee dad. Absolute madness. That is so scary. Why would you do that? Absolute madness. I saw it on my way over here, so I just added it as a bonus story, and I was like, "Fuck, that is mental." And I just thought, like, I want to get your views on it. What do you think? That is terrifying. It's pretty reckless, isn't it? I um, I had. I guess she's not really my niece, but she's like my fiance's cousin's kid. But That's your niece. Yeah, you just call yeah. me niece, don't you? She was over today. Yeah. Uh, she is a nutter, mate. She goes <laughs> on the sofa, jumps off the sofa, like tries to climb up on ledges. Like we've got sash windows and like adults just look out of them. No, kids want to fucking jump out of them. <laughs> um, she's mental. And I am just terrified. All day I just run around behind her, like make sure she's not going to bang her head or like trip over yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So the thought of that makes me feel like uh, physically ill. Like, why? Why would the dad do it? It's mental. It's like so if you're mental. caring for a child, you just like you don't want any harm to come to them. I just can't get my head around it. I mean, maybe he's a seasoned bungee jumper, but still, still, just, just strap let, it in if you're going to do it. Strap the kid in, or just let them watch a lovely episode of Peppa Pig on an iPad. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Just wait until they grow up, and if they want to do it, then fine. If I'm that kid, all I'm thinking is, right, when you're 90 and you're scared of everything, just I'm going to fucking drag you off a fucking I'm going to put mate. you in a wheelchair and, and I'm going to chuck you off something. Yeah. In a, with a bungee. I'm not, that's with a, not yeah, euthanasia. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now, gonna. what I'm going to do is do a bungee whilst holding you in your wheelchair. Yeah, exactly. So, how do you like that? Yeah. Um... That is very scary. And it got me thinking, have you ever done anything like mental or like or like reckless or did something and then realised afterwards, oh shit, that was pretty bad? 100% yeah. Shoot. This is yet another story from the embarrassment that is my life. Right. So, do you know the Chuckle Brother bike car things? <laughs> no. So essentially, the Chuckle Brothers used to have a vehicle which was... It's basically, it's like a golf buggy. Oh, but Imagine a golf bikes, buggy, but it's powered by bikes. Tandem bikes, side by side. Yeah, but it's got like a roof thing over yeah, the yeah. top. Yeah. Ah. So, when I used to live um, in South London, they had a park there where you could rent bikes. And my family came to stay. Uh, all that rustling that you can hear is just John shoving his face Lovely. with popcorn. popcorn. 
So anyway, we all got bikes and we were riding around the park. Me and my brother got into what I like to call the chucklemobile. Yeah. And I was being an absolute idiot. So when you're on the in these things, like it's not like a bike, you don't get a helmet because it's got like a roof on it. I guess maybe they just don't give you a helmet because they think you don't need Probably, one. Yeah. Um, oh, it didn't have a roof on it, sorry, no, but it had like bars around the sides. Anyway, I was being an idiot and like swerving, essentially doing like, what would you call it? Like a handbrake turn type thing, yeah. but in this bike thing, Brilliant. I was being an idiot, going too fast, swerving too fast yeah. and... Eventually, my mum said, I mean, I was a grown adult. She said... How old were you? Like, 25. <laughs> and my mum was like, I think, you know, you want to be careful in that. And yeah. I did not listen, went really fast, swerved around a corner. The whole thing toppled onto its side. Oh, massive, like, heavy metal cage bike thing. And I absolutely smashed into the concrete with my skull. <laughs> I literally didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, this is the end. And they had to call an ambulance that came into the park. I had to like get taken onto this into this ambulance. Paramedics looked me over, and then in the end, they were like, "I think you're okay." And then, I mean, that was. I mean, I'd have rather gone to hospital because it was so embarrassing that an ambulance had to like pull into this park, get me in, be like, "Are you all right? Yep, you seem fine. Right on your way then." And I just tried to have a family day out and it had ended in an ambulance. Fuck. Well, mine's not as bad as that, but it was kind of, it could have been like a lot worse. And immediately afterwards, I regretted it and I shit myself, basically. Not literally, but figuratively. Um, so basically, I passed my test and I'd, the first few driving weeks. Test. Driving test. First few weeks of passing your test, you kind of uh, shit. Well, I did anyway. You shit yourself, and I like drove really slowly, and I was driving all the time to kind of get used to actually how people drive. Because when you learn to drive, you don't really learn how to drive. Like. And you've always got someone there with you, exactly. so it's always fairly safe. Exactly. So I was like, right, I'll just drive around. But after a couple of months, you get confident. And you kind of think, actually, I know how to drive now. I'm just going to like drive the way that I want to drive. And then people start like telling you stuff like, oh, do you know it's really hard to brake with your left foot? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, when you drive in the UK. Your left foot is for like changing the gear, the clutch, the which is if, again, if you're in the states, is like for driving stick. Yeah. And then you use your right foot for the brake and right foot for the accelerator. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. And left foot braking is what race car drivers do, so they don't oh. have to um, take their foot off the accelerator. Ah, right? okay. So it's a really hard skill. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, fucking hell, how hard can it be? So I was just driving along, um, kind of minding my own business on like, a fairly like quiet-ish like road, but going through a town. And it just popped into my head. I thought, oh, I should give that a go. Nothing really close to me behind. Nothing really in front of me. So I was like, fuck it, why not? Now, I'm not going to exaggerate here, Holly, but I essentially did an emergency stop. I was about to say that. <laughs> I was about to say it sounds like an emergency and stop. And it was fucking mental. I absolutely shit myself. Why was because, it too fast? Because No, because just I was only going about 30 miles an hour, right? But in my mind, it was like, right, you can keep your foot on the accelerator. Yeah. And take your foot off the clutch and just tap the brake. Yeah. But your left foot is not, you're so not used to doing it yeah. that it's got no control. So when you're thinking you're tapping, you're basically putting your foot flat down Whoa. on the brake. So I, I like smashed my head on the, the steering wheel, Whoa. beat the horn and stuff, and like the kind of thing stalled, obviously. And then obviously the car that was nowhere near me is now really close to me because there was such a big gap, but I'd completely come oh to a standstill. God. I was like trying to get my car, car and get it. Fucking hell, it was death. And it was so lucky that I just like tried it when there was like no cars near me, 
Because I thought oh, I'd be fine. It'll just be a bit more than normal. And it yeah. was madness. Whoa. So don't ever do that. I At the start of your story, I was thinking, I might try this in my next driving lesson. But mm. I don't Do think... it for shits and gigs. It I don't think funny. I will. Nah. I'll probably leave it. Probably definitely leave it. Yeah, probably just uh, do something else. And I think I heard a similar story to the one I just told you. And I thought, ah, oh, nah, it'd be different. It won't be different. You'll definitely come to a standstill and you'll shit your pants. So it's kind of good that you've shared that because yeah. now other people won't do it, hopefully. Save your life, isn't it? Yeah. Save your life. Wow. Share your stories. Right. Um, that's story We're four. both reckless. That's what we've learned. Yeah, we've learned. I mean, I've got loads of other stories, but that one's probably the most relevant. Um, we're going to have another quick break and then we're going to answer your listener questions. Oh, yeah. We're going to have Holly's final thoughts. We are. And then we're going to be out of here, motherfuckers. Yes. done pretty well on the popcorn like most of it's gone so because <laughs> so this is actually a bowl that's like designed for mixing because it's got a special handle on it and then it's got like a like a grippy bottom a, in it yeah but it's got this like nozzly thing on the side where you can pour things out of it oh, yeah. and on the inside it has measurements so when John arrived there were about would you say 14 cups yeah. of popcorn yeah, yeah, 14. we're now down to two cups of popcorn yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a lot isn't yeah, it oh yeah yeah that's kind of like healthy diet, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what I think is good, you know, we were talking about reckless in the last story. Yeah. I told you, what, 10 minutes ago, that I ate too much salt and felt really bad. <laughs> just doing it again. Just got, do it. You want know, like a spy? Yeah. Should we, <laughs> Should we just get, have, have some sugar, sugar water? Now? Yeah. Let's just get really light and sick. Delicious. Shall we do some listener questions? Yes, please. We've got lots of listener questions, Thanks, which is legends. amazing. So, I'm just going to dive right in. Shoot. We've got a question from Janie Mack. Who is my friend, Aww. the lovely Jane. Jane. And she is in my improv team. Improv. She's a oh, legend yeah. and she's very funny. Go on, Jane. So, big up yourself, Jane. She asks, religion, politics, what's your least comfortable slash no-go area for conversation? Ooh, good shout. Um, I think that anything should be available to talk about. Because I don't think that, like, in... Your friendship groups, you should shy away from stuff that you don't agree on. I think it's kind of important to like discuss stuff. So I'm not the best person to ask because I think you should be able to kind of discuss anything. At the minute, politics, because I think people get into like divisive, basically. They're like yeah. picking sides too much. Yeah. And so if I had to pick, I'd probably pick like politics as the one thing mm. out of those two options. If it's anything, um, Arsenal Football Club. That's your topic you don't want to Not talk interested. about. Not interested. Fuck them, mate. Mine's probably football. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, you hate football, don't you? I don't hate it. It's just boring. Right. There we go. I mean... So, kind yeah. of on the same wavelength there. Yeah. Arsenal and football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, Jane has asked three questions. Oh, Jane's so greedy, mate. I think this one's directed at me. Right. Do you eat Marmite? It's vegan. Ooh. Now I do eat Marmite. I never used to like it. My brother loved it as a kid, and then it's just weird. It's a really boring story. But one day I was like, I'm just going to go for it, and ever since then I have enjoyed it a lot. You I see- add it to sauces. I put it on yeah. toast. Yeah. Thing is, at the start, though, you were like, this is going to be a really boring story. And do you know what? <laughs> it really it fucking was. was. <laughs> Um, but Marmite is great I like Marmite you like it yeah I like it a lot um, the thing I don't like and uh, my fiance drives her insane is when people say oh I'm a bit Marmite me and then say you either love me or you hate me 
There's no need to say the second bit. <laughs> that is already a saying. I'm a bit Marmite. Like people know what that means. Yeah. There's no need to say it. Absolutely no need. So yeah, if you're a bit Marmite, just say I'm a bit Marmite. We get it. And if yeah. you go, what do you mean? Then tell us. Then elaborate. Then say, what don't you know? You yeah. Can't um, I also, what else was I going to say about Marmite? Probably another really cool anecdote. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. Have go. you tried? Okay, so right, right. for ages, yeah. Rich told me about Marmite and peanut butter as a topping, Whoa. and I denied it. I was like, I haven't got any time for that. That's disgusting. Yeah. See you later, mate. Yeah. Then, a lo- like a friend of a friend, okay. told me that Marmite have brought out a jar of peanut butter marmite Whoa. as in obviously not, they've not just brought out one jar they've brought out <laughs> a like line a of, line of yeah. yeah so you can buy marmite and peanut butter in a jar now interesting I mean I'm not going to knock it because I've never tried it's it it's actually a good combo decent yeah yeah I can't get um, peanut butter and jelly which is aka peanut butter and jam yeah nah I've got, I've got time for that have you yeah nah, I, I'm quite simple when it comes to like spreads or top it like don't need to mix them together what's your ideal sandwich ideal sandwich back in the day when i was like monging on me um i just i liked a good old-fashioned uh ham and mustard sandwich white bread buttered on both sides obviously thick cut sliced bread yeah that was absolute peak yeah i loved it so much yeah and now i don't eat sandwiches much now really I, i think it needs to have a a centerpiece, which is usually like a nice, lovely cut of meat. Well, you can get like vegan meats. You can. I've tried it, and it was good. Have you tried all of them? Well, obviously not. Not every single availability. Well, option. maybe we'll have to have a taste sesh. Right. But it's, look, and I'll just make you loads of sandwiches. You know my feelings about this. I don't not eat it because I like don't like it. Like I, I love meat. It tastes great. The texture is great. But the comparisons, like between the vegan option, it's not that I want to eat it because it's as good yeah. it's, not, it's not as good in my yeah. opinion it's just because I don't want to eat so much meat yeah so I just don't eat so many sandwiches now cool which is probably good because bread's not that great yeah and probably not great to live off sandwiches says the man eating a 16 cup <laughs> bowl of popcorn um, Jane also oh, asks oh fucking hell Jane Jane has so many questions have you ever learnt to play a musical instrument uh, recorder I think we've asked. I've asked you this before, yeah. haven't I? Never a musical instrument. No, I did do two years of music tech Ooh. and learnt how to use like music making software, but not an instrument. Okay. I'm not weirdly. I, I can't musical instruments find really difficult, but I can. Yeah. I can bang up the old tune on a bit of software. Can't bit I? Of make? Garage band. A bit of garage band. Not yeah. <laughs> a couple of beats up. No problem. <laughs> a couple of Teletubby bangers. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Uh, Sam Evans has asked. Have you ever been to the Serial Killer Cafe? Uh, on Brick Lane? Um, yeah. I haven't yet. I don't... This is going to phase you, Holly. I'm not a massive fan of cereal. Okay. I only really like two. Do you not know? You like Crunchy Nut Cornflakes. Correct. And you like Shredded Wheat. So close. I like Frosted Shreddies. Ah. Or Frosted Shreddy Wheat. Both of okay. those are good. And the third option, which I've just remembered... Basically... Cereal covered in sugar. Absolutely. Is what you like. Absolutely, because the last one is Cocoa Pops. Okay. Yep, so they're the sort of golden triangle. The triumvirate. Yeah, that's what I want. What about you? My top cereal is Jordan's Country Crisp, the red one. Okay. That's my top. Okay. I also am a fan of the old Weetabix. Yeah, Weetabix, you can't go wrong with You can't go wrong with the classic. Covered in sugar? Covered in sugar. (laughs) Has to be covered in sugar, otherwise, see you later. And what's your, just sorry to drill into this Weetabix questions, 
I like mine so that when I pour the milk over, I like to let them so they're quite soggy. Yes. So there's still a little bit of milk. It hasn't yes. completely soaked them up, but there's still a little bit of milk. Is I'm that... not going for wet yeah. loads of milk. Yeah. I'm going for, yes, whole thing soggy, tiny bit of milk left. Yes, it's almost like porridge with a little yes. bit of milk. Yes, Holly. Yeah. We just fist pump there for the, for the mandem. <laughs> um, also, I'm just a big fan of overnight oats. Or get yourself some lovely soya yogurt, mix it with oats, get yourself some seeds... Some dates, some blueberries, Shit, what? a bit of agave syrup. Agar? That was agave. I don't know, mate. Go um, to the agave. Agave, some agave syrup. Oh, I love some agave. And then I'll something called <laughs> drilling that cereal with this agave. Always northern. Yeah, yeah, always northern. And then some udos oil, which is omega threes for vegans from seeds. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> And have you been to Serial Killer? I have never been to the Serial Killer Cafe. So I feel like you're the target market, mate. I don't know. I'm not massively into Serial either. You just listed about 300 So did options. you. I listed three. I listed three. 100. But technically, I listed two. Right. Because overnight oats you make yourself. Right. So you like cereal more than I like cereal. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Steve Orton. Hey, Steve. What up, Steve? Long time listener. Long time question giver. <laughs> Um, he yeah. said, what is the best slash, slash worst chat-up line both of you have ever heard? Ever heard? Oh, wow. Uh. I'm taking this as ones that people have said to you. Oh, right. I've never really been chatted up. Oh, that's sad. Girls just usually go, you're the best looking guy, and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, have guys... Have never been chatted up? Um, I mean, yeah, like, girls do uh, very occasionally, like... Girls come up and say stuff like, oh, you look like you want to have a dance. Let's go. And then you're like, oh, it's not really chat about You look like you want to have a dance. Yeah. I mean, they're right. Cause do I do, I do like dancing, yeah. You don't... I don't think you do. You're saying I don't look like a guy who likes to dance? What are you saying? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's got awkward know. now. Um, no awkward ones? No, because girls don't really chat up guys in the main. Have should... you ever used an awkward chat up line? No, I used to just um, just say like really like random stuff. So like ninety percent of that people you say it to just think you're really weird, and then ten percent think it's really funny. Just stuff like ah, oh, just really like to bite you. Just like say it really friendly, and they just go ah, weird, or they just think it's hilarious. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> um, I had a weird one once. Here we go. So this will definitely be the weirdest one. So I pulled a guy already. Yeah. And then his mate tried to chat me up, and he said. He basically pulled me to one side in a really loud club and he said, oh, can I come home with you? Because my sister's just died. <laughs> and then the guy that I pulled was there and right. I said, I said, your friend has just told me that his sister's died. Is he okay? And he said, no, his sister hasn't died. He hasn't got a sister, but he says that to poor girls. I mean, now... I've got an issue with that, right? I mean, I've got an issue with that. Because, all right, with the whole I'm going to bite you thing, right? They either like that or they don't. But there's no, like, intention to trick them. It's kind of like, I'm saying this thing because it will, like, either make you laugh or not, right? Yeah. And then if, if they laugh, then we carry on the conversation. If they think it's weird, then just be like, I'm only joking. Start talking to them, right? So it's like an in, right? But if you're f- setting up a fake thing, which is like, oh, can I just, like, I just need to stay at yours because there's really bad things happened... You're not actually telling that person that you fancy them or chatting them up. If they do invite you back, they're only inviting you back out of the goodness of their yeah. heart. That's a bit hashtag me too I was really me. concerned. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh God, am I the first person he's told? Like, maybe he couldn't open up to his friend. Like, yeah. 
is everything all right? And the guy he was with was like, no, he says that to everyone. That is really weird. It's dodgy, isn't it? That is a bit weird. Guys out there, don't do shit like that. Don't do that. Like, if you like someone and you want to chat, don't trick them into letting them come back with you and then hope that you can somehow win them round. That is a bit rapey, mate. I think it's better just to be honest and just be like, look, I'm a bit shy. I'm a bit worried about getting knocked back, but I do like you. Yeah. And then maybe hopefully the person they're chatting at won't be like too harsh they'll just be like oh okay well I don't like you back but you're a nice guy or whatever thing is right what you got to bear in mind is there's a couple of things there right with rejection is that well there's a couple of things basically one is that girls you talk to might have a boyfriend or a husband or whatever and you don't know that right so for them going I'm sorry like I've got a boyfriend I'm not interested and even if they don't say I've got a boyfriend or husband I'm not interested it might be just because they're already with someone so yeah. they're not even like considering like talking to anyone else Yeah. Um, and two like not everyone fancies everyone No. so just because they don't fancy you doesn't mean that someone else won't fancy you so yeah. don't, don't feel bad that's just one person huh? isn't it like yeah. that's just their opinion don't feel bad just go and talk to people and say Oh, I saw you over there. You seem like really nice. Cool auburn hair. Like it. <laughs> I've got a real thing for potato faces. Would you like a drink? Just stuff like that. Just yeah. go, do you like popcorn? 16 cups worth? Would yeah. you like to eat that? Should we do a dating podcast? Like Ooh. offering dating advice? I, man's not hot. Ooh. Yeah, a little we bonus. Do a bonus pod. We do like a Lonely Hearts bonus pod where people <sighs> like call in with like relationship right. questions. So next season, which will start in January, should we do a Valentine's? Let's Day Let's do a Valentine's one? Day pod. Man's not hot, and we'll um, get people to like yeah agony aunt questions, and yeah. the whole pod will be about uh, can be anonymous if you want. Yeah, if you want, you don't want anyone to find out who you are. Yeah, lovely. Um, so Justin on Twitter, he's at thfc. Justin, what do you reckon that is? Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, mate. Oh, you know. always. So he said, if you could make any animal you wanted into the size of a small dog, what animal would it be? An example would be, you could make an elephant into the size of a corgi, or a great white shark could fit into a fish tank in your house. Fuck, that is good. I like the example as well. Really good. I, Yeah, I like that example, because I'm terrified of sharks, right? Because I saw Jaws when I was a kid, and it like freaked me the fuck out. But I like the idea of like a shark that was maybe like I don't know, like a foot long. He said the size of a small dog. So yeah, like, it's like a foot long. Yeah, yeah. So a foot long shark. I'd get a big tank, and then I'd just like put it in my house, and like when people come around, I'd be like, "Huh, remember yours?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm like, oh, you see this?" But they'd still like if it was a small shark, they'd still be quite powerful, wouldn't they? Oh god, yeah. If, if it bit your hand, take it off, mate. Yeah. Well, that's more. You like the danger. Yeah. Isn't it? And it would get you over your fear as well. Exactly. I mean, I don't know if it would. It's not quite the same. <laughs> it's like one foot versus like 16 feet or whatever the fuck they are. They're massive, mate. Yeah. Sharks I'd, terrifying me. I'd probably do like a hippo or something. Aww. Imagine how sweet a little hippo would be. And then you could like bath it. Although hippos are really violent. Oh, they? yeah. They're really dangerous. Okay. I think they kill more people in the wild than like lions and tigers and shit. Wow. They're just hilarious as fuck. You've got a little one as well, like a little man syndrome. Yeah. Just fucking losing it. Oh. Yeah. Or maybe I'd just do a fox. Fox is already small. Yeah, but it'd be a bit smaller, wouldn't it? <laughs> be a bit smaller, <laughs> wouldn't it? Um, was elephant one of the examples? Yeah. Yeah, I think a cute little elephant. Oh, and they think we're cute. Exactly. So, so then it'd be double cute. Oh, that would be so nice. It'd be so heavy though, wouldn't it? it um. Well, no, because it'd be like proportionate. Small. 
So it'd be small and you could just have it in the house. It'd yeah. be really good. And you could take it for walks. Elephant would be sweet. I think I'd go for an I elephant. I think I would. It's as a well. really good example. Yeah. So yeah, going for that. Um, okay. Any more? Any more? Uh, yeah. So last question is from David C. I think David C. I can't read my own handwriting. Brilliant. On Twitter, he's at D and J Douglas. Okay. He said, "Do you have any cool podcast recommendations?" <laughs> Now, I think he might be mugging us off a little bit there. I don't know. Not obviously like there are other podcasts out there, but do you think he's trying to be funny? Or is he just genuinely saying, what podcast do you like? I get, well, without speaking for our listener here, uh, I assume that he thinks, well, they do their own podcast, so they're obviously into podcasts. See me thinking the worst straight away. Yeah. That's, this is the diff- like, difference <laughs> between you and I. Your <clears throat> negative mindset. Oozing like, with negativity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whereas I'm just like Mr. Positivity. Take it on face value. Yeah, exactly. So Okay, so he just wants to know like what podcast we listen to. So I've listened to some good ones recently. Where's my phone, Holly? Is that mine? While you find yours, I'll just say, I I mean, some of the ones that I really like are very pop like big ones that you've probably heard you must have heard of. Um so my dad wrote a porno is absolutely hilarious. I love listening to that. It's in like season five now, I think, so there's quite a lot to catch up on, but it's essentially about a guy whose dad started writing porn. And then him and his friends read it out. Um, I really like... I like ones where they interview actors. So there's one called Off Camera, which is a guy called Sam Jones. And he interviews, like, big Hollywood actors. But the way he does it is not like... You know, like, some interviews can be a bit awkward. It's like, I'll ask you a question. I'm not following on from what you've said. I've just got a set list that I stick to. He's very much like, yeah, like, very much, like... Conversation. Yeah, conversation. It's just like two people having a chat, but he gets these amazing details out of people. Um, I really like those. And John got me into a true crime podcast. Um, it's a bit old now, but um, Up and Vanished. Up and Vanished is the best true crime podcast there is. So I'm, I'm sort of it listening to that at the moment. absolutely amazing. If you've not listened to it, you've got to start right at the beginning. Don't miss anything. Don't read anything about it. Just go straight to the beginning. Yeah. And listen to it all the way through. It's fucking amazing. It's the best one. Definitely, and yeah. I've listened to shit loads. Yeah, and they're all underwhelming. Up and vanished is amazing. Um, got any more? I've got two more. Go on. One is um, some friends run it, and it's a really cool comedy sketch podcast um, called Release the Clowns. Release the Clowns. Yes, yeah, so okay. that's a really good one if you want to listen to some comedy. And then the other one is another big one, but it's uh, Dear Joan and Jerrica. And I've tried to get you to listen to this, yeah, John. Yeah, it's on my library to listen I kind to. of don't want to say too much about it, because I don't want to give too much away. But it is an Agony Aunt podcast. Right, okay. So, yeah, give give that one a little chance. I think they're maybe about 20 minutes long, but I won't give too much away. Okay, I've got a few. So, I really like true crime podcasts. So, I've got a lot that are that way inclined. Yeah. Uh, Man in the Window. Okay, no, I've um, never heard of that it's one. It's really good. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. Um, what else have I got that I thought was really good? S-Town. You listened to that as yes, well, Yes, very good. Really good. Uh, just the letter S, town. Yes, yeah. Really good. Is it from the same people who make This American Life? Yes, and Serial. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, if you like boxing, Blow yes. the Belt. Yes, yeah, which yeah. Alex from Bristol, who's been on this Alex pod. Alex from Bristol, who's a little legend. Callum and T and Flav and all the boys. Uh, Atlanta Monster, about the Atlanta oh, child yeah. murderer. Uh, Up and Vanish, you mentioned. Um, In the Dark is really good. Okay. Are these all true crime? These are all true crime. Apart from Below the Belt, obviously. Below the Belt, obviously. Um, one called Conviction, which okay. is basically about a private detective helping to like, prove John someone's Hobnob. innocence. Detective John Hobnob, <laughs> which is really good. 
The Dropout, which is about uh, a woman who basically kind of gets to a point where she's head of like a really, really big um, biotech company. And it all goes wrong, and it's about how she essentially like kind of tricked the whole world into believing she was like. Is it real? The next big thing. It's a true story. It's really, oh, okay. Really good. I'd love to check that out. Uh, and then there, the one that I listened to that really got me thinking was a documentary called, like, a documentary pod called Caliphate, which is about the Syrian conflict. Okay. Uh, it's about a woman who, a journalist who goes over to Syria and basically kind of goes through war zones to find material about ISIS. And then it's the fallout of how um, people coming back from that conflict. It's really, really good. Um, okay. And then there's some other hip-hop ones, aside from mine. Um, one called Crate 808, yeah. which is really good. Um, yeah, there's loads, loads of good ones. There's shit loads out there, isn't there? Yeah. Too many, if anything. Sometimes I just search for people that I want to hear being interviewed. That's good. And go, then I get to hear like unknown podcasts, but the guest that is, good. is quite cool. Yeah, that is good. If you could have anyone on here as a guest, who would you have? We've talked about this well, before. Yeah, I'm just interested if you've got any. But, um, I don't know if I... I should say, because, I mean, we should probably ask him, but hey, I would on. love to get Mark uh, Rubier on. Oh, yeah. So he's... If you haven't heard of him, go oh, on to YouTube and just search, because he is a genius. Yeah. Um, essentially, he's got, like, a loop pedal, keyboard. He's a very talented musician and singer. Yeah. And he improvises songs. Yeah. So it's like the love of improv, the love of music coming together. I feel like that's why me and you, like, it's sort of like if it was a Venn diagram of, like, music and improv, mm. we put it together. And, like, comedy as well. The thing is, I don't really like comedy musicians because yeah. I just, like, I just, I, I don't think they should be together. But because he's so musically talented, like, he's got an amazing voice and he actually writes really good songs. Yeah. I sort of just, like, can't help but love the guy. Yeah. So we're going to try and get him to come on, aren't we? Yeah, because we're going to go see him in November. Yeah, so we're going to do our best to get him on, whether he comes on or not, who knows. Yeah. We'll try and get him on. Cool. Any more questions? No, no more questions. All right. Got anything to plug, John? Um, I'm trying to record a new Notorious P.O.D. episode. It's about... The history of Bad Boy Records, Puff Daddy, Biggie okay. Smalls, Mace, 112, Faith Evans, all the acts. Yeah, yeah. You planning that one at the moment? Uh, yeah, so we were supposed to record it last week, but we had a problem with studio time, so hopefully we'll do it uh, this week coming at some point, and then it'll be out in the next few weeks. Great. Um, and then I've got some really exciting guests lined up for that, so I'm just trying to tie them all together, get dates, get them recorded, and then there'll be episodes out very soon. Lovely. Can you say who the guests might be, or is it sort of... No, I can say. End? So yeah. we've got um, Genesis Elijah, who's a UK artist, um, Really, really talented guy. He's coming on to do an episode. Um, we're going to do The Streets, A Grand Don't Come For Ooh. Free, which is going to be really good. Yeah. And then uh, an old uh, colleague of mine and friend of mine, who is now on Rinse FM, okay. uh, Lauren Kofi, she is going to come on and talk about Lauren Hill's debut album, Message oh, nice. Creation of Lauren Hill. Yeah. Uh, another one of my friends who I play football with, I found out is a stand-up comedian and presenter, and he presents a show on BT Sport. Amazing. Um, what I Wore, I think it's called. Um and it's basically like he interviews footballers about their shirts they wear oh, like okay. during their career yeah uh, he's going to come on and talk about uh, Nas uh, one of his albums uh, it was written I think we're going to do so yeah amazing really good that's really cool yeah what about you mate just some of my comedy sketches sketches there yeah some of my comedy sketches are on um, Instagram and Twitter if you want to have a little look um, so my Instagram is at Comedian, and my Twitter is at underscore holly underscore hall and my social media is at the real john bass j-o-n-b-a-s-s and that's twitter and instagram both the same 
Uh, if you want to do your uh, out of context reviews. Yep, that would be lovely. Lovely, go on iTunes. Yep, and we are at Man's Not What on Twitter and on Instagram. And spread the word, man. Like, it's an easy listen, isn't it? I think you'll agree. I think yeah. it's pretty good. It's probably one of the best podcasts that you listen to. Yep, pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, just tell everyone you know about it. It's pretty, I mean, it's not really family friendly because I just dropped loads of F bombs and C bombs. But if your family likes F bombs and C bombs, which they should because it's hilarious, then this is probably for them. Yeah, so spread the word. Um, it's been good, mate. It's been good to be back. Good to be back. Lovely good to popcorn. be full of sodium. Yeah, so now I just need to um, down a two litre bottle of Sprite. <laughs> or water, probably. No, nah, no, nah, let's get more sugar in that we love. Um, and then you're going to tell us your final thoughts, and we'll see these lovely people next week. Oh, uh, yeah. Peace and love. Thanks for slice. listening. This week on Man's Not What. I've learnt that John and I have agreed we're not going to a hologram gig anytime soon. John is dressed as a Victorian and he's trying to get on the news. And there is a limit to how many times you can sing about brown eyes.